You are now listening to an Average Joe Media production. I guess I feel like I'm somebody My life is my kid, so I tell about it And I swear it's all about that Baby daddy, I ain't a baby daddy I ain't a baby daddy Baby daddy, baby daddy I ain't a baby daddy I ain't a baby daddy Baby daddy Welcome to another episode of Baby Daddy Chronicles. It is I. It is he. It is your future favorite, Baby Daddy. Today I got the most, uh, one of the most influential DJs in Orlando all across the world. <laughs> Mr. Coop, Kitchen Coop. Hey. Mr. DJ Levy 5'6". My guy, how we living today, man? I'm good, man. How you doing? Hey, man, I'm hanging in there. Life and kicking my ass these last yeah, couple of days. Yeah, but you know. Buddy. I'm in there, man. How's uh, how's your mental health? Uh, it's challenging. Challenging. Been uh, dealing with some real life issues and self progression, and uh, trying to figure it out slowly but surely. I feel that. In the same boat. Just <laughs> 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 when you think you up, like uh, you're like ah. Hey man, you never too up, you never too down. Yeah, never too maintain. up. Yeah. Never too up, never too down, man. Yeah, man. But other than that, man, you know I'm, I'm here. You got a birthday coming up. What you got planned for it? Nothing. <laughs> I feel that. Um, I just want to be able to see it and be grateful to see it. And thirty-two has been kind of wearing on me. Thirty-one, thirty didn't bother me. Thirty-two has been kind of why. Like. Uh, 40 like I feel like that even though that's like eight years away just, you can start feeling like that when you turn 35 not that you know <laughs> it's like all right you know just not where I thought I would be um yeah that's understandable I ain't I ain't where I thought I'd be either but I'm still here still striving we can't really yeah can't really get too much down on where where we thought we should be because we're exactly where we need to be right and I'm just trying to grasp the understanding of that and be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's where I'm at with it. How's baby girl doing? Good, man. Big. Smart. Funny. She's so funny. And I love it, man. I hope that she never loses that because of society. So, I'm just trying to make sure that I'm an example and maintain that example and uh, make sure I'm there for her and that she knows, you know, she's love. So, yeah, cause school, right around the corner. <laughs> yeah, she <laughs> feel, feel sorry for these kids. Like, damn, you would, you know, when we had school, you'd be like, damn, like them two months felt like a year. And then you get older, them two months ain't shit. 
Go by quick. I'll be like, damn, you in school for almost a whole year and you get like two months. It's it just like, ah. fuck. I'll be like, God, I feel sorry for him. I was like, damn, I gotta go back to school next this next <laughs> month. You just yeah, got out. Just got out, going right back. So I got a first grader now, so I'm uh. Um, you gonna cry when you walk when you drop her off? I cry every time. Mm. I guess I don't have no kids. I'd be like, bye. Nah, you not. As a dad, you not. It's just like she's growing up and she's developing and learning, and just it's a lot. You, you it's because you feel the you fear the world, and that you know you just hope that she's prepared and that you give her those life those life lessons that she will be prepared and trust in that. So. Hmm. Um, I know I haven't told you what we talked about, but I kind of want to talk about what you said on Facebook. I figured that. Yeah, I had something different, but I was like, I felt like I could kind of spin it in a certain way. Mm. So I want to play the clip. Okay. We'll get our thoughts on it, mm-hmm. and then we'll go from there. Why, Daddy? That's my first time actually like so I I, I I saw I listened to like the first twenty seconds because mm-hmm. you know I'm lazy and then I posted it <laughs> but I actually listened to it so I see where you coming from mm-hmm. where you was like every man have his breaking point yeah and I get it but at the end of the day I don't think you should have took it out on the kids you should have directed that anger towards the mom I'll say this um, you're correct but. You can you can tell that they're past the point of talking, and especially with times being how it is, is it's a lot. Um, he got to pay a certain money, a certain amount in child support. On top of you have to have them. When you have them, you spend the money too. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't know if he has a wife. And a household that he has to pay for, like how how much you want, you know, and especially being a black man, he's like an older black man, having that space to have somebody to talk to or knowing what to do with your anger or your your discretions is. It's hard. I get it. I just felt like <clears throat> I understand this frustration, but the kids are innocent in all this. Yes. So then, even though he may say that out of anger, that kid's never going to forget that. Correct. Will never forget that. Correct. And that kid may hold that against you. You may never be able to repair the relationship. 
Correct. Like, I know I don't have any kids, but I can only speak from a single person perspective. Like, when I have kids, like, I talk to my dad about this all the time. Like, whether I have a baby mama, whether I have a wife, no matter how upset I get at them or whatever, how bad our situation is, that ain't got nothing to do with the kids. Right. But, and that's true, until you put the kids in it. She had the little boy called the dad. Mm. It wasn't like she called him. So you put the kids in it. And like I said online, before I had kids, it was black and white. Mm-hmm. So my my statement would have been, oh, he wrong. Shouldn't have talked to the kids like that. that's wrong. But then once I had a daughter, I realized that there's black, white, and then there's a gray area. A lot of shit ends up in that gray area. Define some define a few things. That's gonna be the title of the episode. Parenting is not in black and white. Yeah. So define some stuff that falls within that gray area. Um like what to do on holidays and emergencies and just some of everything. It's just life. And if you don't have a certain type of communication with the other partner, that's where that gray area ends up. Yeah. yeah. I had a friend tell me today um, that he had a homeboy who uh, wanted to file for joint custody for mm-hmm. his kid. And his mom was like, if you file for joint custody, I'm going to put you on child support. And it's just like situations like that. They end up hurting the child, number one. Right. Then number two, it may not end up how you think it's going to end up. From the woman's perspective, because he may be like, listen, I'm fine for joint custody because I want to be able to help. I'm, I, I just I want to establish my rights. Right. So, therefore, I can still give you X amount of money, but you say child support, you may end up getting less than what he was going to give you to begin with. Right. A lot of people, I won't just say women, a lot of people try to use the kid to trade time for money. Mm. If you give me this amount, then you can see this much. And you shouldn't do that. Um. Because the kid isn't a pawn. It's a person. Mm. Um, and a lot of times that gets, like I said, gets mixed up. Mm-hmm. Um, hurt feelings. Or you feeling like, oh, he left me, so this is my get back. You can't do that. And if he files for joint custody, they're going to go through that anyway. As far as like the whole child support thing. Mm-hmm. And like you said, it's not. <clears throat> with our generation, we figured out that. It's not as bad as you think it is. It really isn't. You gotta, you know, you gotta be honest about what you make, and if you got your ducks in a row, you got your receipts, and you got people that'll be a witness for you. It'll come out better. Um, when me and my daughter's mom were before we got to where we are now, um, and the whole figuring out process, she tried that, and it was because her feelings was hurt. I think that's what it be sometimes. Like a lot of women. They feelings be hurt. And so they be like, this is the way I'm going to get back at you. Right. And it took us having a conversation. And once I figured out what it was, it was like, oh, it was just a misunderstanding. And we were adult enough to figure that out. But that's why I think that's where the gray area come in. A lot of people aren't mature enough right, to have that conversation and have that understanding. Right. It may be to where the dad's immature or the mom's immature. immature, Or or, both parties. Or both parties. Or it could just be where the mom's hurt that it ain't work out. 
you don't want to be with them no more. They she had this big idea of having a big happy family, right? And that was like, if I ain't gonna be happy, ain't nobody gonna be happy, right? And then another play on that is, um, a lot of times guys are still having relations with mm-hmm. them. So they you have no intention of being with her, but you still fucking her, right? You can't and, do that. And now like her feelings and her feelings was involved before she got over it. Now it's back involved because now she thinks we about to have this big happy right. family, right? And you can't do that. <clears throat> if you are gonna leave her alone, leave her alone, and let that be that. Um, it really comes down to communication and maturity on both parties. How long did it take y'all from when she got her feelings hurt to how long did it take y'all to get to where y'all at now? About a year, year and a half. Yeah, year and a half. Just trying to figure out, you know, where everybody's comfortable and um, having an understanding of it's not my side, your side. It's us. Versus the kid. Mm-hmm. And we do what's best for her. And sometimes it was me. And then sometimes it was her. But we all we come together and say, all right, look. Fuck it. What's the best result here? And I don't like being a weekend dad. Mm. I hate it. So I love having my kid. She's awesome. Do you think that will ever switch? Or you're just always going to be the weekend dad? Possibly. Um, but it takes me getting my ducks in a row. Um, if I had a son, he would probably be with me. It would probably be the reverse. Mm-hmm. But because she she's a little girl, um, I guess she needs to be around her mom a certain amount of time so she can learn certain lessons. <laughs> and bless you. And her mom doesn't hold her from me. Um because she understands, like, she had to go through it, so she's not wanting to put Lauren through it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love being there. I love being active. I love being a part. If anybody knows me, they, they know that. Um, And I make a conservative effort. If I have it, I give it. If I don't have it, I voice that. Mm-hmm. And then I go try to get it. And her mom understands that. So you see your daughter, what, every weekend? Every other weekend. Every other weekend. But I see him basically every day. Yeah, do FaceTime, stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, I understand it, man. I just, I don't know. I just, like, I I get your viewpoint, Mm -hmm. but I guess because I don't have any kids, I don't get your viewpoot. It'll change. You'll see. You'll see. Because I'd be like, ah, ah. Yeah. I remember the woman who I would have had a child with. Um, I know we had got into a little spat like way before, um, like when we found out we was pregnant. Because I told her I was like, "Look, you told me at an early age, like you told me um, that because she wanted to be a lawyer, mm-hmm. so she was like, she always brag about how like the men don't have like rights, and we don't if you ain't married. So I was like, you know, when the baby's born, it's not that I don't trust you." I want a DNA test so I can establish my rights. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with yeah, that. Yeah, she was like, "Well, if you're going, if you're going to do that, then I'm going to put you on child support." Because she, okay. she was like, "I felt like it's like you don't trust me." I was like, "No, it's not that. You told me that I don't have any rights, so I want to establish my rights." Right. Uh, in, in that situation, you don't even need to go back and forth. Just okay. That's it. I feel like when it comes to that, right, a lot of women get in their feelings more than they should be because it's really just they don't. I don't think they necessarily see it. 
some women don't see it. From, I'm gonna say all, but some women don't see it from our side because they're the mom. They naturally have all the rights, right? And it's like I want to be able to establish rights too, right? So that way, if like let's say you're trying to move, you can't move if you if 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 my name's on a birth certificate, right? But that all boils down, like I said, to communication. And for you, because you get excited and your emotions start to play into your excitement. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm the same way. But I, but going through this, it taught me to settle down and listen. Listen to what she has to say. And once you hear it out, uh, it makes your response a little more sound. And you can work around it because it's, it's on you. It, it society makes it feel like it's on her, but it's really on you and how you move will dictate what she does. Mm. So if you approach it as an adult and you hear her out, cause all she was saying to you is, I want you to trust me and help dispel the negative connotation of a DNA test. And what I was trying to say to her was, I know it's mine. I have no, I have no issue that it wasn't mine. Right. I, you being a lawyer, you wanted to be a lawyer. You would tell me all the time. Fathers don't have rights. Blah, blah, this. But you, and you took that as offense. I didn't take it as an offense. It sounds like it. I didn't take it as offense. I just took it as, okay, Soon as the baby's born, I want to be able to establish my rights. But I didn't take it as a defense. I right. took it as it's not it's nothing personal. I just want to establish my rights as the baby's father. But it's not what you say; it's how you say it. Because mm. if you say it like that, that makes sense. But I'm pretty sure you didn't say it like that. Kind of. You have to say exactly that. Mm. Yeah. In a tone that's understandable, because even though there are women in the inside. They're little girls. Mm. And when you speak a certain way, it's like when her dad speaks a certain way, it can be taken as harsh mm-hmm. or it makes her defensive. So you deliver it to where it's calm, but you get your point across. Mm-hmm. And that's how, and that's what I've learned. You, you take a breath. You understand what your grievance is and how to and what you can do to solve it. So come with a solution more so than a problem. Mm-hmm. And approach it that way. I respect that. Because, like, as you're younger, right, you think everything's black and white, right? You think it's either this or that. And then as you start to get older and you start to reflect on your parents' choices, you realize that, Parenting isn't a black and white because each child is different. So you can't treat each child the same. Correct. Like for what you may do for one child, that child doesn't, it it doesn't work that way. Right. You may need to discipline one child. The other child, you you may just need to take away their favorite stuff in order for them to get to it. Right. Like it's no. There's no handbook. There's no handbook. It's really just, it's a lot of trial and error. Because even if you have like three, four kids, each child is different. So what may work for two may not work for one. Right. What may work for three may not work for the other. Right. Correct. And it's just like. Like you have your things that are across the board. And then you get into certain things aren't. And like you said, you just kind of. That's why I said as a man, you just sit down and you. 
try to get an understanding of who all the individual players are mm-hmm. and how you can affect them to get them to the ultimate goal. When you have another child, whenever mm-hmm. that is, what mm-hmm. was, what are some of the things you would do differently? Um, definitely try to stay with my partner. Um, be more cognizant as to their needs in raising the child and have an understanding of where I could be effective Mm. and listen. I wasn't able to listen till later, but now that I have the skill, I can use it. As a parent right now, where do you feel like you're the least effective at? Uh, My time. I trade my, I trade my time for money Mm. and it's something I'm learning to try not to do. So what's your way to flip that around? I don't take every gig, or if I do have to take a gig, I try to take her with me. Mm. So she has an understanding of where the money comes from and how I'm doing what I'm doing and let her see, like, look, if I miss time with you, this is what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. So she'll know. Um, I'm not perfect, so I'm going to miss some things, but I try not to miss everything, and Mm -hmm. I try not to miss big things. Got you. Um, like she has a, her best friend is doing her birthday party on the 6th and I have an event that night. So I'm going to go to the birthday party for like an hour and then go to the event. It's compromise. Yeah. Sacrifice. Yeah. So we get the pictures. She gets to see, you know, we get to dress up and she gets to see me and her mom together. Um, so she doesn't feel like, well, she's at the party like, oh, my dad's not here. Mm-hmm. You know, she gets to see that because it's important. Do you think if things didn't go down the way they did, you would still be with your child's mom? Or you think it would have um, naturally ran the course and y'all probably would end up the same way? Yeah, probably because we were. Uh, we probably would have lasted longer. And we it would have took both of us doing the work uh, to stay together. But we were the best of friends and we shot, probably should have just stayed that way. Mm. And... It would have helped the process go a little faster of coming to where we are now. So you don't, re- I don't want to say you, you don't regret, but you feel like everything happens the way it needed to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Cause my daughter filled the void that I had once my grandma passed. Which was? My grandma. My, my mm. grandma was my girl. That was my, that was my reason. That was my why. Mm. And, then she she passed, and Lauren came right after that. Mm. So it gave me a bigger reason and a bigger why. Um, I heard a parable, you could say, or a saying that whenever somebody major in your life passes, it's to help something that's good for you get to you. Mm. Hmm. And... We had a beautiful birth, and I think that was because my grandma, you know, was able to help that pass on, mm. you know, because um, who knows, you know, you never know. So I truly believe that. Outside of trading time for money, what are some of the, are you like, um, the biggest mistakes that you work on as a father? Um, Listening. 
to her and letting her develop into who she is and not um, trying to always bring her up under the old rhetoric that I was brought up on and just seeing where she is and understanding her world that she's in because it's a new world to me Mm -hmm. and having us both learn the world that she's coming into and being an open ear and a solid foundation for her for when she does go through uh, certain trivial matters and helping her through it. Mm. The next, switch it up here. For the next person you have kids with, what would you want the traits for them to have? Loving, caring, um, someone that's understanding, and someone that's proactive, mm. um, someone that can help and understand my language and be able to translate that to our children. And what is your language? Um, just how I say things. I may not mm. say things always the right way or react to a situation the right way. And she could be able to say, Hey, your daddy loves you. This is what he meant. Mm. And she could be able to come back to me and say, Hey, dang, how you do that? This is how you treat that. This is where you was wrong. And this is where you was right. And go fix it. It's there for you to fix. Do you feel like if you had that, you would be a better father? I'd be a better person. Better person. Okay. Mm-hmm. I respect that. Mm. A better person. Do you, okay, so looking at, going back to the video, right? Could you ever see yourself being in that predicament or in that situation? No. Um, but what the universe has for you, it has for you. So it may put me in that situation, but I wouldn't have that type of outcome. Because I do have an understanding that it's bigger than the moment. Mm. Um, those 30 seconds can alter not only that child's life, but that child of that child's life. Mm-hmm. And a situation like that happened to me. And I know what it made me feel. And I don't want that for her. Mm-hmm. So I'm very cognizant and try not to do that. I, we don't argue in front of her. If we have a misunderstanding, I kind of just swallow it and table it until I can approach it with words and actions that will be beneficial uh, to both of us. Mm, bigger than the moment. I yeah. like that. Because a lot of stuff really, they make it bigger than what it is. Life does that, mm. and life plays on your emotions to see what you're going to do because there's a lesson in it. So it's either you're going to catch it early or you're going to catch it late, but you're going to catch that lesson. So going off the video, if you had to if you, you interpret the video in your words, what do you think that lesson is, if you can? Um, the lesson in that is – Communication and understanding um, they need a third party, maybe even a fourth party 
to help them figure that out. Mm. And there are, there are apologies that need to be had. And you, he needs to have a conversation with those kids. Like, hey, daddy was upset. I'm human. Because um, oftentimes we build our parents as superheroes. Mm. And then we get upset or we get hurt feelings when we find out that Superman is Clark Kent. It's like, what? Because mm. your, your parents are just kids that grew up. Mm-hmm. And that's going to go over a lot of people's heads. <clears throat> but they don't know what they're doing. They're just going off of what they were taught. So you got to look at your parents' parents. And if you're able to look at your parents' parents' parents and gather that understanding. Yeah, because it takes a lot to break generational curses. Right. But everything isn't a curse. Mm-hmm. Some things are just behavior. It takes a lot to undo learned behavior and undo past trauma. Yes. Yes. And a lot of people look at trauma as bad, but it's not always bad. It's just things happen in life. And we got to be able to understand what that is. And if we can fix it, fix it. You can't fix everything. Mm-hmm. But you can have an understanding of everything. Mm. Okay. So I'm going to keep this short. Um, let's go to the parents of corner segment. Um, switch it up a little bit. Right now, right? Would you be... If you were to rate yourself as a father, right? Mm-hmm. Basketball. 15-man roster. Mm-hmm. What number are you coming off the bench? What number are you on that team? Are you a starter? Are you coming off the bench? Um, I'm a role player. I don't need to be the star of the show. I don't need to be a star player. My mom is a star player. I'm there. I'm a solid role player to help us get to the championship. So you're like Andre Iguodala. Kevin Looney or Jordan Poole? Like Robert Ory. Okay. Okay, that's solid. I'm going to give you hell in practice. And I don't need to be the face because when it comes down to it and we need that guaranteed championship, we need that game one, you're going to call me. Mm. And it's my responsibility to be ready to take the big shot. Okay. Or make the play. Because you don't always have to take the big shot. I could be the pass that got the layup in. Mm-hmm. We still won. Robert Horry. I like that. Yeah. I like that. How do you view yourself as a father in this current moment? I'm good. I'm a good dad. I'm a good dad. And it's taken me a lot to say that. Um, you could listen back to past episodes. I didn't think that. I feel like you don't give yourself enough grace. Like, I feel like you're extremely hard on yourself. I am. And you don't give yourself enough grace. You're doing a great job with her, bro. I'm working And on. I just feel like y'all don't. I'm going to say we. we we're we doing a great job because it is, it's literally taking both of us and both tribes. Um, <clears throat> I adore her mom. I appreciate her because she makes sure that she's well kept and that she's smart. I make sure that she's res- I make sure that she's respectful and she's disciplined. And mm. you put those together, and you know we hope to have a a great human being that will one day bring life. 
Hmm. So, yeah, I'm a good dad. Um, yeah, what else do I just want to ask you? Uh, you got a struggle of the week? Uh, yeah, making more money in this economy to make myself more comfortable and therefore being able to do more things with her and make sure that she has everything she needs to be more comfortable. <clears throat> that's my struggle right now. And how are you trying to actively? Um, actively looking for a better career because I've been in my career a while and I kind of reached my peak. Mm. And that peak isn't providing enough financial gain uh, for where I want to get to. So it's the process of me switching or developing what I've already put in play for that to come into fruition to get me there. Got you. Um, you got a funny dad story? Uh, hmm. So we, she's at this point in her life where she's not eating all her food because she's like eating a bunch of snacks and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I had told her that morning, hey, you know, I made pancakes and sausage. I ate, man, eat all your food because once we go to this gig, it's going to be a minute. And she's like, okay. So she's eating and she's like, I'm full. Are you sure? Like, yeah. <laughs> all right. So we go to the venue. It was a baby shower. It was supposed to start at one. It didn't start to like three. Mm. And so, you know, food ain't going to be served to like 430, which mm-hmm. is that's when it was served. And she was dying <laughs> to that point. And it's something that she did that I used to do when I was a kid. Um, when I was hungry, I wouldn't talk to you. I don't care what you was talking about. <laughs> I don't care how, what the severity of the situation was. I wasn't saying nothing. And they used to piss my mom off. And so she, I'm like trying to get her to help me with my DJing because she's my assistant whenever we go out. And I'm talking to her. She ain't saying nothing. She's like, I ain't there. I'm like, Lauren, do, 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 do A, B, and C. She. <laughs> <laughs> and I just had to call my mom. And I told my mom what was going on. And she goes, mm-hmm. I was like, is that what you had to put up with? She was like, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and then she goes right on her team and go, you need to feed that baby. I was like, I explained the situation to her. She was not trying to hear. She's like, you, why are you handle snacks for her? I told her to eat her food. Mm. So that's my funny dad story. Mm. So your kids are definitely you. Definitely. Your mom be like, I can't. My mom says, I can't wait for you to have kids. I could suck. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what you did. Now yep. you know. You get it back. Now you're going to get it back tenfold. Now you know. Mm-hmm. Definitely, man. Um, give us some fatherly advice. Um, be open. Especially if you have a little girl, be open. Um, be direct. Be positive. Be proactive. Not reactive. In anything you do. Mm. I feel that. Well. As you know by now when we get to this part of the show. (laughs) It's been a minute. It has been a minute. Uh, I don't know what you sent me. I just downloaded it. So I want to see what this is. You ready? (laughs) As ready as I'm going to be. All right. Cut it down. 
Trying to be the best I can be. Trying to stand on the mountain. It's just me versus me. Looking at the mirror, boy, it's clear to see. You're going to be great one day. Trust me, you'll see. Part the Red Sea, let me in. I'm trying to get into a Benz. Might have two yellow friends. I just played the lottery the other day. Trying to win 1.2 billion. Yay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh. I'm trying to win 1.2 billion, stack the money up to the ceiling. I wasn't selfish. I include my friends right in there, had a lot of pool. Huh. So we can get it, so we can be at the club popping bottles and we getting to yelling out who wanna wear Hollywood code. I never thought I'd rap until I'm this old. I waited till I was like 30 something to release my album and I'm standing on top feeling like I am him, the greatest to ever rap. Ooh, yeah, I'ma have to get it back like, oh. Yeah, that boy be rapping, he don't never have the cabin, I ain't never have to start trapping. I'ma keep the beat going, keep it flowing, I ain't gonna stop it though. Every time I get up on the mic, I be rapping though. Every time I like a gift, boy, I be rapping host. Trying to make something out of nothing, something grumbling. I'm hungry, really trying to make something. I just feel like I'm on the concert, feel like I'm a vomit. Hmm. I'ma tell you something, see, I'ma try to be the best I can be, it's a promise I made it to my daughter, you'll see, one day daddy gon' win that Grammy, and I'ma be up there with my family, my mama gon' cry a little bit, my brother gon' be proud, he gon' be right there saying what they gon' do now, I'ma just drop records after this, hmm, I feel like I'm Hershey's, that's a kiss, Be keep me starting, this so retarded, I mean, you can't say that no more, huh? Like midget, in other words, <laughs> they don't get it, huh? Let me finish. Pasta with the spinach, I'ma eat me a lot, boy. You don't wanna get in it, I'm the best, huh? I put that on my chest, my birthday in a few days, I'ma wet my best, huh? I got a concert that day, I'ma DJ my way right through. My ex hit me up, say, What you doing for your day? I said, None. She said, Yo, Don't worry, I got you anyway. I said, Well, we'll see how this goes, huh? This another day of just rap flow. Shout out to the gang, cause this what it is. Huh. I'ma have to do this for my mama and a couple kids. Go. Mm. I ain't got a lot of time left, like always, but I'ma be the best man I could be. And one day in time, I grind and you'll see that can't nobody come around, take what's mine. I gotta come around, man, and trust me, you see I shine. Cause every day I get up and I grind. The money don't stop, the attitude on lock, the paper won't go nowhere. Cause yeah, I won't stop, come around, keep on dropping, I make that body drop. So you, you gotta know exactly just how I go. Gotta keep it with the flow, man, trust me, it's average yo. And I'm trying to bring this content to you, one in the same as Exactly coming around, man, y'all already know my name Cause see, I ain't playing yet, man, I'm insane Coming around, man, exactly now it's pain. I just gotta let it be, exactly cause you'll see It's just me and my baby, so yeah, that's all me mm. You got another one? That's all I had <laughs> The animal beats? We'll have one, let you me see You beatless? Hey, man, listen <laughs> Life you can, when life uh, kick your ass, uh, life kick your ass <laughs> And I put that on pyro <laughs> Let me see. I might have one and more. And I put that on die move. Let's see. Uh, Don't be giving me nothing weird. Cause 
You yeah. be giving weird lately. Like, not funny. Ha ha. Funny weird. Um, That's like my favorite TikTok. Not funny. Ha ha. Funny weird. Not funny. Ha ha. Funny weird. It's funny because I, I was watching the cartoon and I saw where they got that from. I was like, what was these grown people doing watching this? Mm. Weird cartoons. These kids got some weird cartoons. We can run one back that I like. Uh-huh. I have, y'all have one we can run back if you want. Um, it's a few of them in here, actually. I'll send, you, I, I'll send it to you. Cause I think, I personally think that was our best work. Well, that was my best work. And I, <laughs> I got into a conversation because of <laughs> the person I talked about in it. Swear it was about them. And it kind of was, but it's not totally about them. But yeah, it was I, funny. I, I, that's what I thought you was going to do. Uh, I already have it. Ah, uh, okay. It See? All right. Yeah, we, we, we can run it back. All right. This was some of your best work, though. Yeah, God. best work. <laughs> and I hate to revisit it because I don't want to mess it up. <laughs> Send her to me. Uh. Forgive me for my sins again. Reading the Bible, open up. Oh my God, again. He gonna do it. Hmm. I'ma run it back. Hmm. My mama got my back. You see, born in 1965, October 1st. That lady came. Huh. My grandma gave birth and then birthed me too. Uh, I was raised under the rhetoric that you never bite the hand that feeds you. But while I'm taking crumbs, huh? I've been eating these rabbits so much, I got heartburn. My nigga, I really need a Tums going dumb. Like I fell the cat, huh? Looking at my world, I'm at, uh? Trying to guess where I'm at, duh? Trying to pick it up. Drums, bass, beat, cymbals. It ain't that simple being me. Sometimes I go through times where I lose myself. Oh my God. I feel like I'm looking in the mirror and I can't find myself. Oh Lord. I pray to the Lord to give me peace of mind. Every time I get food, she's like a peace of mind. I got 10 wings and she won't eat. But I make sure she ate so I feel great. Trying to eat noodles, I won't say. I really don't want to be fake. Hmm. I wish Drake could hit my freestyle one day and be like, boy, I'm going to need you up on this tape. That'd be great. She said the last time I was in that pussy, I beat it up so much she yelled. You can feel that in if you want to. That's up on you. Uh, Oh. I'm so ahead of my time, my parents ain't met yet. Hmm. My daddy met my mama at the club and he ain't have no ride. He took a bicycle, I'm glad he made it there safe. Cause if he would've tripped, it would've messed up the timeline. Huh. I wouldn't have been here, I call that divine time. Like a Rolex on the divine bitch, time bitch. I ain't got no time for shit, I'm working so hard. I feel I'm working backwards, bastard. Huh. My daddy was at the gambling house when my mama had me. <laughs> I was almost a bastard. Three years later, he had another one. Didn't claim that one. That was kind of funny, huh? That's the one that looked like him the most. 
He ain't signed a birth certificate. He gave a toast. He said, uh, I'm going to need a DNA test for that. <laughs> My mama said, don't worry. I'm going to get a DNA for that. She said, I'm going to get a DNA test for both. <laughs> She's so petty, though. Uh, but I love her, though, because that's where I get it from. I put my head up, going to get you some. Average Joe freestyle, I'm wildin' and I'm gone on the beat. Come. Dear fathers, take care of your kids. They ain't gonna watch what you do or what you did. Mm. Uh, remember, always give yourself some grace. And if you're feeling bad, get yourself out that dark place. Cause uh-huh. Kids gonna love you regardless. Exactly how I come around, man. It's so flawless, and I mm-hmm. just had to let you know I'm doing this podcast to get fathers in the better space to place. And I just had to let you know, man. Give yourself some grace. You can only take it one day at a time. Just remember, man, that kid is yours, it's not mine. So please, man, take care of your responsibility uh, because uh, they ain't actually be here. I say, dear black man, you beautiful. Dear black man. Take care of your cuticles, dear black man. Look up in the mirror and let you know that you are somebody's son. Yeah, I say, dear black woman, we sorry. We ain't protect you that much, huh? But we trying to make up for it. Dear black woman, we need you. I'm for it. There's too many broken households. You either going to hold or you fold. Mm. Yeah, you either going to buy or you sold. But mm. remember, the end of the game is just to be told. So uh. you got to live it up together. Parents got to stick together. For the better, for the kids, rock out the stormy weather. But they always want to try to split up. It's yours, it's his. Exactly that don't work, man. Like Take this. care of them kids. Uh. That's cold. That, that is kind of hard. That's cold. That's cold. <laughs> See if I can do it real quick. Uh, I said, you got to know when to hold them. Know when to fold. And don't count your money at the table. Nah. Don't ever do that. Don't ever do that shit. Yeah. Don't. Put it in your pocket. Hey. Oh, yeah. man. Let them know where they can find you at. Uh, Instagram, Levy's Entertainment Group 56. That's L-E-V-Y-S, Entertainment Group 56, all together. Uh, you can also find me on Facebook at Warren, Warren Levy. That's W-A-R-R-E-N. The last name you already know, L-E-V-Y. Uh, you can also find me on Hinge. Uh-oh. Get over there. <laughs> I'm over there. You know me and my little situation is a little murky right now. <laughs> it ain't murky, It ain't murky, man. but You're it'd good. be murky if I went in the Hinge. <laughs> 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 yes it would Yes it would um, Yeah man that's where you can find me and Hey man Trying to figure this thing out yeah, I feel you um, Baby Daddy Chronicles pod on Instagram Twitter Baby Daddy Cron um, Every Monday and Friday 6am You can catch me with the episodes um, On Facebook I have two I have an actual podcast page Yes sir Baby Daddy Chronicles I just created a baby daddy chronicles group and with the group is where I'm hoping to, where I can just get a community for fathers. Ah, I, I, felt like like, that. I think it would also help promote the podcast as well. Definitely. But the main thing is a community for fathers, just where we can go have a safe space. Right. There's no judgment, no women. We just listen. Hey, like this is what's going on. Right. How would y'all help me with this situation? 
Um, also, uh, if you have any advice, I can't do one of the solo episodes. But when I get a dad up and when I have parents on there, I can read. I can read your question and they can give you advice on how they want to handle it or where to go from there as well. Right. Uh, if you want to do that, the email is babydaddychroniclespod at gmail dot com. Um, if you want to start a podcast, www.theaverageshowmedia.com. Make sure you do it. Make sure you do it. I'm going to get you right. The price is the price. The price is going up, by the way, but the price is the price. Don't sit here and be like, oh, I, I'm, I'm not trying to negotiate with you. Um, that's it. As you already know. This is an Average Joe Media production. And, man, that's your future favorite baby daddy signing off, man. I'm going to see you all next week. Peace. Guess I feel like I'm somebody My life is my kid, so I tell about it And I swear it's all about that Baby daddy, I ain't a baby daddy I ain't a baby daddy Baby daddy, baby daddy I ain't a baby daddy I ain't a baby daddy Baby daddy Baby daddy, call me daddy.